0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Let It Be podcast with Becky Ziegenfuss. We are kicking off the Christmas season a little early this year. So for the next few weeks, we will be talking about all things Christmas, from gifting ideas to stories of hope and miracles. So take in the season, enjoy the beauty, and breathe in the wonder. This is your time. So whatever you have to do, let it go, let it wait, let it be. Hi Katie. Welcome. Hey,
1: <laughs> are how's you, it going? Are you feeling Christmassy? Oh I am. I told Becky I specifically wore like a red and green plaid Christmassy shirt for this.
0: <laughs> I know it's only November but I feel like once the weather starts to turn I here's the thing I wish <laughs> I wish that Christmas were in January be, the end of January because I feel like then I wouldn't rush through Thanksgiving because we want to be thankful of for course. all things. <laughs> And so we could enjoy post-Halloween, up until Thanksgiving, just in the spirit of gathering and being grateful.
1: Yes, of and course. And then
0: <laughs> we could close that chapter and then spend all of December until the end of January welcoming Christmas, because mm-hmm. that would be the ideal, right? <laughs> that Christmas came and at the end of January. Then we would have snow. Oh, why we Christmas? would have snow. And when <laughs> Christmas was over, we'd only have like six more weeks until we were starting to see glimpses of spring. This is so true. I mean, this is a good- Who can we call? (laughs) Who do we call? How do we change it? For the worldwide calendar. (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome again. So Katie, you were my very first guest and it was back in July. Oh my gosh, it feels like a year ago. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? In some ways, I was just talking with a friend that we went to Mexico with some friends in January of 2020. And in some ways, it does feel like that was yesterday. And then in other ways, it feels like it was five years ago.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like simultaneously the longest year and the fastest year of my life. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. (laughs) Because it really is crazy to think of. I mean, if I'm thinking like in terms of school, how quickly that this school year has gone. But even when I think back to like spring break, that seems like it was just yesterday. Mm -hmm. And here we are in November. Here we are. It's Christmas November. season. It's Christmas season. And
1: we are. My mom is a strict, you know, no Christmas decor till after Thanksgiving. Stop. But I know. But it's always, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, thankfully. So I've kind of followed in her footsteps. Last year, we crept up a little earlier. I think we put up a tree a few days before Thanksgiving.
0: So do you take it down? How long do you leave it up after Christmas?
1: <sighs> Definitely before New Year. Oh, so it's a short It's a season short season. In your house. <laughs> but I, I listen to music in my own personal headphones starting about now. So. Yeah, for sure. Star
0: 93, which is our local Cincinnati station, they started yesterday. Oh, boy. All right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. I tend to, when things, when the weather starts to shift, that's when my mood starts to shift. <laughs> In a good, a positive shift. It's a positive shift until about January. Yeah, and then it goes goes
1: south real fast. That's true. January and February, there's not much <laughs> no. fighting there's for those months no. other than a lot of birthdays. Or no,
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Well, Katie, so this these next few weeks are going to be—you'll just have to apologize to your mama on my behalf. <laughs> they are going to be the Christmas kickoff for the Let It Be podcast, and we are going to be talking about a lot of different things. So for the month of November, we're going to be, I'm going to be talking with guests who have small businesses. So not only do I want to highlight those businesses for Christmas shopping, but I also want to talk about how those businesses were born and some of the foundational truths that they sit on and things like that. So that's what I want to talk about today with you. So you run a business. Your title is owner and artist, correct? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that me. right. And queen. <laughs> mm, I'll take it <laughs> on my business card. <laughs> uh,
0: but your business is called Hosanna Revival, and a lot of people, local and nationally and internationally, are familiar with your business. But tell us kind of a broad, high-level view of what it is and how it got started
1: sure yeah the flyover I, I like to say like if I met someone on an airplane yes, I would tell them oh I work at a faith-based paper goods company <laughs> that's my nice like that's palatable uh, one-liner and then I, I gauge their interest if they're like oh wow that's awesome tell me more then I would go in and tell them that yeah we started by designing beautiful hand-painted bibles and that's yeah. kind of spread out to planners journals stickers prints just truly anything that." Um, any kind of paper good that we could, you know, cover with the beauty of scripture and some, paired with beautiful design, we will make it.
0: Yeah, and I love. I know your story of how you kind of had this. I don't know. Would you call it a call, or was it a love of the, all things beautiful, all things Jesus that evolved into a business?
1: Yeah, I mean, just a beautiful meeting of passions.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what what was that in the beginning?
1: Yeah, for me, I was in business school. Um, and I've always been an artist, like I loved to paint and to draw. And it, it was just my personal need for a beautiful Bible and like revitalized time in scripture. So I was learning to love the Bible. Um, and as my passion was growing, I had the idea to create a beautiful Bible for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the business mind kicked in and I thought, hey, wait a minute, I might be onto something here. <laughs> and from there, I started creating Bibles and selling them on Etsy and now we're five years deep, and things cr- have crazy. Things have changed a bit, but
0: do you have any idea <laughs> how many Bibles have been sold from from custom to now? You design themes, seasonal themes, right? Is that yep. is it quarterly that you release we do or? two new lines of Bibles a year? Okay, two new lines. Yeah, one's
1: coming up. We'll talk about that in a bit. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, how
0: Do you have any idea how many you've
1: sold? Okay, I know at the end of 2019, we did a count. So now we've okay. got a full another year under us. But at the end of 2019, we had done over 33,000 Bibles.
0: Are you kidding Yeah, me? isn't that wild? <laughs> it's a lot of Bibles. My jaw is hitting the ground. <laughs> it literally did. I, I can vouch for that. Yeah, so at,
1: at the end of 2020, we'll have a new count. But
0: And do you think just... I know that you said with your business, you expected things to kind of tick down a little bit just because of what this year has been, but that wasn't the case for you, right? Do you think that this has been a larger year than you expected or even in the past?
1: It is. This has by far been our largest year yet. We're so truly blessed and so grateful that people are turning to the Lord in such a weird time. But yeah, this year has been really, really good for us. But we have talked a ton about the Christmas season. And if this is the first episode on your Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> small business support, I'll bring it up. I mean, the shipping that is going to go down this year. Because so wow. many people yes. aren't willing to go out and shop locally. And right. so online businesses are just gearing up for the Christmas
0: of all Christmases. <laughs> for sure. Which, which means that people need to shop early, right? Oh, early. So that's why Christmas is hitting in November. This is perfect. Perfect. We're, we're calling the
1: guy. So yeah, I mean, we, we ship with the USPS and things mm-hmm. have been so shady lately, like a package that normally could get to someone in three days is taking like three weeks. Mm. And FedEx, which is an incredibly reliable but expensive service, right. has sent out emails to business partners like us and saying, get your shopping done by November f- or by December 1st because do not bank wow. on, even with this good shipping service, don't bank on anything getting there early. Wow. So <laughs> take it from me, folks. It should yeah, be done well, by December 1st. And I've
0: even noticed, and I think probably everyone has an Amazon Prime account now these days, but Prime isn't two days anymore. Well, oh. sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not even yeah. with that. Jeez. So restaurant. I'm kind of trying to
1: switch my mind into that gifting um, gifting gear because I usually am not there until Black Friday sales. You know, mm-hmm. Instagram alerts me that it's right. time to start shopping.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you now. Yep, this is us. <laughs> it's giving you your real warning. It's good time. <laughs> well, I want to talk a little bit about your products and the heart behind them. Um, first of all, how do you decide when? Because you have a lot of releases that are unique. So you've done journals that have been just your your traditional lined paper journals with beautiful covers that people can purchase. Same with the Bibles. But you've done some, you've done some partnerships recently and you've done some unique products that have have really been truly unique to your company. So how do you come up with these ideas and then how do you decide what's next to launch?
1: Oh, that is the best part of my job. That's the most fun thing that I get to do is kind of develop new product, new and beautiful product. So two things. First, and of course, we always back any new product up against our mission. So our mission is to excite women to engage with scripture by creating beautiful and intentional tools for their lives. And so if a product can do that, you know, that's the first test it has to pass through. Because yeah, we could print scripture on a dish towel, and yeah. someone would buy it. Yep. But like, is that truly leading someone, you know, to open these faith conversations or mm. to to engage with God through his word? And I think For a dish towel, the answer is no. So we kind of, and and they have that is they're beautiful, and I have dish towels with scripture on them, but it's just not something that at our company we your vision yeah yeah that we're going to put our time and resources into creating. Um, But the second thing, like any business, we have to answer: Does this fill a need? Mm-hmm. There's so many companies out there that create beautiful, beautiful things, beautiful Christian things, beautiful Christian paper goods. And so we we have to look out at the market and say, is there somebody that's filling this need well? Because if so, let's not do it. Let's let them do it. Mm-hmm. And let's keep praying for something from the Lord, you know, yeah. an idea, something that we really think is going to actually help women fulfill our mission and to engage with God. And if it's just a like a middle ground thing that does that we don't actually get excited about, you know, the, the potential fruit that could come from this product. We don't, we don't launch we pass. it. We pass. Yeah. So we have, we have a lot of good conversations like that
0: in the office of people saying, ah, is this, is this it? Or do we pass? Well, I'm amazed at how many fresh ideas keep coming so quickly. I can think of three just in the last few months. The first one that I'm thinking of, and I may not have these in order, but because I purchased them all, <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking of is the gospel journals, so tell us a little bit about those. I have not gotten into those yet, but they are they are on my to-do list. Yes, <laughs> the Gospels on my the to-do Gospels. list. <laughs>
1: that sounds terrible. Oh gosh, you study them <laughs> elsewhere. That's yeah, right. so the Gospel Scripture Journals, oh my gosh, this is, I mean, we are so excited about these because they are new to the market, and Crossway, a publisher we love and work with, they created the Scripture Journal, so they basically broke the Bible down into its individual books Mm. and bound them as individual books. So beautiful. Yeah. So they're little, they're like little tiny chapter books, but Mm -hmm. well, you know, they're like seven inches tall, but they're skinny. Um, and so so the size of a journal, yeah. Like one full book of the Bible, but they double it in size by adding one blank page next to every page of scripture. So Mm -hmm. if your church is going through the gospel of John, this is exactly the tool you'd want to sit down and have all kinds of room for notes and study and references to add um, in these journals. So these these journals exist, and we knew we had the opportunity to design a set of them. We could have done, you know, Psalms and Proverbs or the whole New Testament, the whole Old Testament, but we decided to, dis- to start with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, and so coming up with a design for these, was really fun <laughs> just because my my wheels started turning cause I knew they would be sold in a set. So all four mm-hmm. of the spines would sit together on a shelf mm-hmm. in a little box. And so we wanted the spine to create an image. And so I painted four landscape paintings where when you put the spines together, they perfectly make a mountain. Yeah. So the way that that was done, I mean, that's probably a conversation for another time. It was a really cool and challenging art project for me. But the gospels I painted the same landscape scene in four different seasons, just because of how beautiful that analogy is that yes. the gospel is, you know, the same story of Jesus from these four, four different, different perspectives. perspectives. Yes, you get it. You I got me. I love it. Yeah, so it's really cool. So Matthew is springtime, Mark is summer, Luke is fall, and John is winter. And when they all sit on the shelf, they look so
0: beautiful together. They so, do. that is what I'm going to start 2021 with. Andy and I, my husband, when 2020 started, we committed to reading through the entire Bible in the year. So oh. <laughs> we we're doing it through an app and a plan and we both have stayed on target wow. and, um, it's <laughs> hard to do. It is hard. And now we're at the end and I'm, I'm like, Oh, we're going to get to the end. We're going to get to the end. And then my goal next year is I want to do the gospel study, And then there's a book called the story and it's, it's the entire Bible, but it's written chronologically. Ooh, so cool. that's the other thing that I want to read through. Um, two other products that I want to talk about in a minute are all on prayer. Mm-hmm. So how has prayer that discipline become something that's been really become really important to your company when it comes to incorporating it into the products that you release?
1: Yeah, wow. I mean, 2020, <laughs> I, I picked a year at the be- a word at the beginning of the year and I thought my my year would be about the word mercy. <laughs> and I've uh-huh. learned a lot about mercy, but mm. prayer Holy cow, like, I did not yeah. pick that word, but it, God seemed to put it in front of my face, learning to pray and learning to rely on the Lord um, in that new way has been really cool for me. And so, of course, like you said, that kind of overflows into the work we do at Hosanna. Um, so we did, like you mentioned, we just launched a prayer journal yeah. called The One Thing I Ask Prayer Journal. It's a five-year journal um, where you can kind of see the active movement of God in your life because yeah. the way it's laid out, it's I wish I had visuals for you guys. <laughs> They can all go to your website. We yes. will list
0: your website so that every, everyone can go and see the product.
1: Good. Okay. Yeah, I wish I had. This is testing my, like, creative speaking skills, making sure I can explain it well. So when you open up to a page, each page is dated. So it would say November 5th, and then there's five years of space. So there's seven lines per year, and you'll fill it in and say, okay, it's 2020. And then you you write out these prayers for the year. So when you make it through the journal one complete time, one year is complete. Then you go through it again, the same book for five years.
0: I love this product, <laughs> so I got it a couple weeks ago, and I've been mostly faithful. I was flipping through it today, and I think I've missed one day. But the thing I love, oh, right there, there it October twenty second. 22nd. 22nd. <laughs> a I don't dark know what day, on October twenty second. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't write anything in my journal. But the thing I love about this is, I am not a journaler. It to me, it feels like um, another chore, which that probably is very insulting to a lot of people who love to journal, <laughs> because I feel like it's another time that I have to set aside. And I am much better at speaking my thoughts than writing mm. my thoughts. So I, I always joke that I should like make a recording journal <laughs> rather <laughs> than go listen to journal. it. <laughs> but I love that each day I'm there are only like six to eight lines. So it's really just a little snippet of what's for me, I'm using it as whatever is most on my mind that day that and on my heart that I want to pray about that's my focus. Mm. And the other thing I love and I wanted to ask you because I I'm I've turned over into November now at the front of each month you have a scripture verse. And my question is how do you come up specifically with those verses for those times of year because here we are rolling into an election.
1: Oh boy, what did I has, pick? Well,
0: <laughs> that's what I want to ask you. It has been tumultuous at best mm. and the verse that you had leading into november is hebrews 4:16 let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to find grace to help and wait let me read that again <laughs> then let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need Oh dang yeah that i mean that's so good <laughs> It's so good. It's so and timely. It's so <laughs> timely. Do you think about those things when you're choosing verses, or is it really like, Holy Spirit, just give me a verse and I'm gonna write it down and trust you that it's it's yeah. timely for this so month?
1: It's a little bit of both. And we get I get to put there's there's timely Bible verses in this product and then in our planners and calendars. I put yes. scripture on, you know, each month or you know, you know, week to week in a planner, like there's so many verses <laughs> to be chosen. So I have a document where I, I mean, anytime I'm studying or I hear scripture or see it anywhere. And I think, you know, that could go on a product. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I add it to this massive log. So I've got hundreds yeah. of favorite verses and um, kind of in this document. And so when it's time for a new product, I'll go through and just read them. I mean, what a fun job. I just get to Seriously. truly meditate on this scripture daily. And so I, I I pull out these verses. And then, like you said, the Spirit, I, I pray and pray that because there's hundreds of women that are going to be using these products mm-hmm. all in different seasons. So, you know, you can't pick a a Bible verse for one of them. So it's right. just praying like, Lord, let this be exactly what someone needs when they flip to this page. Even if it's just for one, mm. let it be. Oh, let it be. Here we sit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, the I mean, it's cool that you notice that and I. people will send messages and say, you know, I turned over to February 20th and, This is the day that, you know, my mom passed Mm -hmm. and share these crazy stories about how this was the verse read at her funeral, you know, like I could never know that. And so it truly is just God like placing these verses exactly where he wants them. I
0: love that. I love it. You had one more that I'm thinking of prayer project and it was a collaboration and that was a, what was it titled?
1: The, the one thing I asked the prayer pain points.
0: Um, I don't have this one it was a devotional okay and you oh pray
1: like this Pray that's it (laughs) yes yeah so pray like this is our first ever printed devotional and those we we sold out faster than we could have ever imagined but those will be back in stock this week which is awesome just in time for christmas so um that's an eight-week study a printed study through the lord's prayer prayer yeah yeah that's the one
0: that's the one product that i do not have yet (laughs) You've probably got literally every other one. (laughs) I think I I may. Um, So tell me about what's coming. We're rolling into the Christmas season. And as I already mentioned, you all creatively continue to come up with things to launch. So what's next? Man, okay,
1: we've got our winter line of Bibles coming out. And I will give you guys all of the the sneak peeks here <laughs> over sound, um, we launched this on November 9th. So this has not come out yet, um, but we're launching three new Bibles and these will be our first ever like imitation leather oh, soft cover Bibles. So, so cool. people have been asking for that for years and we're so excited to have those. So we've got those four journals in a set of greeting cards. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah, that's new for us too. So um, fun. But yeah, we got we've got a special code for you guys. If you guys decide to shop, you can use the code Let It Be for 15% off if you guys oh, are gonna shop small this year.
0: That is so great. Everyone should be shopping small this year. <laughs> so the code is Let It Be. I will put that in the show notes in case anyone forgets, and we'll Love link it. it through all of our social media as well. Oh, this is so good. I cannot wait to see all the things that you're gonna have coming out. So as we move into Christmas this season, I think part of why I'm jumping the gun even more than usual is because to me, Christmas does bring a different level of warmth and wonder and hope that other seasons don't bring. So what's on your heart as we go into this Christmas season? Man, I, I'm i glad you gave me that question
1: beforehand because I got to think about it a little bit. And I think the true gospel, <laughs> the true, true gospel has just been so clearly on my heart because I've seen so much evidence of a false gospel, <laughs> you yeah. know, being taught in, in people that just have one key piece of information wrong and they, they miss something about the character of God or the character of Jesus through us believers. You know, yeah. something about the way that the body of believers are living is, is communicating the wrong message, uh, <laughs> yeah, which breaks my heart. So truly, like doing what we can in our tiny little slice of life to communicate the true gospel and to, to show people who Jesus really is and what his heart really is like.
0: Katie, I love that you and I have talked about this quite a bit, that I feel like your heart, and of course it's reflected then in your company, is a both and. And to your point, my fear is that the gospel message is not being shared in its fullness. And that there are pieces, and each piece of the gospel message that, that God is love and that we are all worthy of his gift of salvation and that anyone can have it and in exchange have eternal life with him. Those are all pieces of the gospel message. But the other pieces are that we have to admit that we're sinful people and we make bad choices that are all about us and all about ourselves Mm -hmm. and the opposite of who Jesus wants us to be and what he wants for us all the time. And that's part of the message because if we don't admit that piece— that we are a sinful people, then we don't have a need <laughs> for the gift of salvation.
1: Right. It, it waters it down and it's like, oh yeah, good for him dying up there, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that that is, that is what I love so much about your company is that it is both and. Mm-hmm. It is both the beauty of the cross, but it's also the the burden that was brought by Jesus to cover all of the world's mm. ugliness. And I love that your company and and you, <laughs> that that is a focus for what you want for the people who are stepping in line with your products. Man,
1: thank you. That's so good to hear really. <laughs> Cause that is what we're trying to do. Like we want, we, I don't know the first, I mean the first Bible was for me and it was mm-hmm. someone that knew the Lord and I wanted to deepen and strengthen my mm-hmm. relationship the second Bible was for someone that didn't know the Lord. Mm. It was like this equipping tool. Okay? Mm-hmm. It,
0: and I even see it in, because I've got, you know, my girls are in high school. I even see it any time they give a gift that's from Hosanna to one of their friends, they light up. Mm-hmm. So And most of their friends are following Jesus and living that lifestyle anyway. But it's just... To see the beauty of it and how mm-hmm. even if you aren't necessarily a faith Jesus follower yet, your eyes are just attracted to the, the beauty that comes with the products. Ha ha, we trick them. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: well. God, God is this beautiful creator yeah. and he made that mountain and that's what you love, you know, yeah. like you were drawn to this because God made it. Yeah. And I think, okay, I was, I was reflecting on this. I, do you think that that is why just the warmth of Christmas? I know we could come up with a million reasons. It's like, there's literally a fire and I'm drinking hot chocolate right. and there's, and you're uh, cozy. Yeah. The and lights yes. are aglow, but really like people always say, like as Christians, people will see the light of Christ in you. They'll be attracted to the light mm-hmm. of Jesus in you. Do you think that's why so many people love Christmas is because like, this is about Jesus as much as
0: you want to make it not about Jesus. I want to believe that. <laughs> I would love to believe that. And I do think that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Mm. And we experience peace in a different way at Christmas. I don't know that it is the environment, although he is the creator of all environments. Mm-hmm. And there is a, there seems to be, I don't know that we could blanket that across the entire world, but there seems to be a greater gentleness, a more forgiving spirit of humanity generosity generosity and all of those things are characteristics of Jesus they sure are I love it my favorite time of year for sure <laughs> yeah me too I love it too any uh traditions or Christmas things that the Julian well I mean you've been a Juliano for four years three three Just years three <laughs> okay well close enough yep <laughs> But any traditions for you and Nick, or things that you grew up with that you do every single year, other than not decorate until the day of oh Thanksgiving? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that will that tradition <laughs> might continue. I might make put my foot on the <laughs> ground and say the Juliana's decorate in November. <laughs> so yeah, my family when I when I got married, we did kind of lose a few traditions. I was the first and of my sisters to get married, and so I'm the first one to kind of step out of all of the. The Lips family traditions, that's my maiden name. Um, but we we have gotten to hold on to one. We're all, we're all still in town, which is great. And on Christmas morning, my family gets together. And the way that we open presents, I just think is the sweetest thing. What do you do? It takes so long. Oh, that's we, my favorite. Yeah, we, I mean, we sit around in a circle and everybody opens one yeah. in order. And so, you know, it, if you get like a tiny present, <laughs> like it can take so long. Like we buy each other like the little tiny things, but it's so fun to watch how everybody, and there's no kids, no grandkids or anything yet. So we're all, st- you know, adults, right. but just fully engaged and so excited for each other and to be giving each other big and small gifts, notes, letters, like watching every single person in my family do that it has become like my, my sweetest Christmas tradition.
0: I love that. We do something very similar. And it probably stems, honestly, more from my husband's family because it was so large. Mm. If everyone just, it was a free for all open at the same time, you'd miss, especially his parents, would have missed out on (laughs) the surprise and the excitement of everything. So, a tradition that we started when we had kids was that same thing. So, Mm. I, Santa, numbers. Mm. Who's listening? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should give a fair warning at the front of this. Uh, But somebody numbers all of their presents. And so we have three kids. And so they all open present number one. Oh, cool. And then they open present number two. And so, and it's usually strategic that if there's something that they really, really want, mm. it comes at the very That's end. number
1: five for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. And then
0: they all have to take turns and that way nothing gets missed. And we just get to extend the morning. Uh,
1: I mean, it would go so fast if eight-year-old me had my way. Oh.
0: <laughs> and it's so, for for all the mamas and Santas, it is so much prep to get ready for that Christmas morning mm-hmm. that to have it over in yeah, three minutes just exhausting <laughs> it feels like a waste yeah mm. so I love that tradition I think you should keep it and okay. you're definitely gonna have to start it though when the kids are little mm. whenever those kids come right right one day. <laughs> because if you start it when they're little they just don't know any different and sometimes they still fight us on it but follow the numbers <laughs> Santa's follow <spoken>. the numbers <laughs> that's right Santa has spoken follow the numbers I love it all right. So, two questions that I always ask at the end of my podcast are what do you love? Is the first one. And because this is Christmas season, I want to know specifically what you love about Christmas.
1: Ooh, okay. I mean, I could go on forever. I've thought <laughs> th- thought of a few things. First of all, the movie Home Alone is it for me i love home alone and i love elf (laughs) okay but that's not what i love most about christmas season but i think that'll kick it off for me this year when i watch those okay time um but generally like i already kind of said the spirit just the spirit that everyone seems to carry whether they follow jesus or not like we are all kind of moving towards like you said all those characteristics of like what god made the world to be generous generous and loving and caring and just a little more attuned to people that aren't yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: yeah. What I, love. I love that. Are you a Hallmark fan? I'm not. We didn't have cable growing up, so I yeah, missed out on out. a
1: lot of good Hallmark movies. I think
0: I got into the Hallmark Christmas realm last year, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> you needed something. <laughs> I, I mean, there was. I'm sure there was some gap in my spirit, <laughs> and Hallmark filled it. <laughs> so that's the gospel <laughs> truth right there. That's <laughs> the gospel truth. <laughs> hey, man. That's so funny. Um, but it's funny because there are some Hallmark. I like to have Hallmark on in the background often. Mm. I don't know if that makes me. It's a mood. That's good. It is a mood. <laughs> and every You can predict what's going to happen. I mean, there's usually some incredibly good looking millionaire who wants to come in and tear down Corner Street Bakery in order to build like a.
1: Skyrise. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Some kind of metropolis. And then, of course, the single girl that's running the bakery (laughs) meets the really wealthy, good-looking man. And Mm. then there's tension. And they end up rallying the whole town. Uh And they fall in love and save Christmas. And they save the bakery. (laughs) And he makes his millions elsewhere. So it's totally predictable. There's safety in that. That's nice. (laughs) There is. You know it's not going to end badly. Right. And... Some people are huge fans where they know all the, like the actors that oh, are wow. part of like the Hallmark team. I'm not that way, but I'm good with having it on in the background. It's mm. a good, warm, yes. fuzzy. Yes, the is lit. Yes. <laughs> I haven't watched any yet this year, but I did, I think it already started. Oh man, which I is, would love for it to have started. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And then my favorite Christmas movie that kicks off the season for me is, it's, it's not a super popular one. Right. It's not one that someone would <laughs> usually have on their top 10, but The Holiday.
1: Oh my gosh, okay. We watched The Holiday for the first time last year. And the let me The first time? I want to move to that English right? cottage in Jude Law. I, I mean- know, I know. <laughs> so, and Nick, my husband, will fight you on this. He doesn't think it should count as a Christmas movie. He watched it and he's like, that's not Christmas.
0: It oh. takes place. Yes,
1: Christmas. it is. <laughs> there is snow there's There's a Christmas tree there's a love story (laughs) that's Christmas oh that is so funny that you said that because I think the holiday is phenomenal
0: I (laughs) love the holiday and last year I actually think I had to rent it because it wasn't airing on all of my streaming and we've got a couple of streaming services and not one of them but I think I looked it up for anyone who wants to watch the holiday (laughs) don't hold me to it but I think it's on Amazon Prime
1: okay Prime Video if not, we'll, we'll rent it. I know, we'll I might have to spend
0: my 3 to rent it. Jeez, okay, it. all right, getting back to serious stuff. All right, this podcast is called Let It Be. So if there was one prayer that you could have answered as we wrap up 2020, <laughs> what would it be?
1: I think something that's heavy on my heart right now is for loneliness to be quenched this Christmas season. Mm. Like I think loneliness and the depression that can come with it has just risen and risen this entire year. And I think that it would be so heavy to not have people um, that I love around me. (laughs) And I know so many people are facing that and living that right now. They're, they're trapped inside or they're not going to be able to go see Mm. family that they love or whatever it is that's, you know, causing loneliness to just, I don't know, for Satan to get his hands in that and, and, feed lies because of the darkness that comes with being alone. Um, so yeah, that is my, my prayer for Christmas is that people, other people would be massively attuned to that and be able to extend a hand or a, a coffee or something yeah. to help fight the
0: loneliness. I love that. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be. Katie, thank you for coming on my podcast again. Man, I love it here. And for, <laughs> you know what I just realized is that mm. you kicked off the entire let it be podcast yeah. in episode one. Kicking off Christmas. off Christmas. <laughs> I'm a kicker. I love it. Was, you're a starter. That's what it is. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that wasn't planned, but I'm really grateful. And I'm really grateful for your heart behind your business, for the, the far reaching efforts that you and your team put forth in order to get the fullness of the gospel into the hands that purchase your products. I think that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And I'm really grateful that you're my friend.
1: Oh, right back at you, girl.
0: (laughs) I love my conversations with Katie. She radiates joy and love to everyone she's around. Her prayer this season is for loneliness to be quenched. We were created to be with our people. And if you are in a season of feeling somewhat alone, I want to encourage you with this verse. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I promise to pray alongside Katie that God in his goodness will surround each of you with people whom you love and love you in return. Let it be. Okay, so right now, go to hosannarevival.com and start Christmas shopping. Remember to use the code LETITBE for 15% off your purchase, you will probably find something for yourself as well. You can stay up to date with me and all things Let It Be through social media platforms by following Becky Zigenfuss. That's Z-I-E-G-E-N-F-U-S-S. Merry Christmas and thanks for being part of the Let It Be podcast.